Hello, this is Jason Shear, Senior Editor of WildcatAuthority.com, and this is the Wildcat Scoop Podcast, and I was going to record this podcast on uh, on Wednesday night, but frankly, when Duke loses, I get excited, and I'm taking out my excitement on this podcast. Um, unbelievable game between Duke and Stephen F. Austin. Uh, I could probably talk about that, and you guys would listen, because everybody's hatred for Duke is uh, is the same, but of course, this is an Arizona website. Um and, uh, and we got the Wooden Legacy coming up. And uh, Arizona will take on Pepperdine on Thursday night. Um, and it, it's, you know, just looking overall at the field, this is a tournament that Arizona should win. Uh, maybe they know that because they actually announced today that they're changing the entire format for next year. And it'll only be a four-team tournament, it looks like. Kansas, Virginia, UCLA, and uh, Georgetown. Um, any of those teams, had they been in the tournament this year, it would have been better, but they're not. And uh, when Arizona scheduled this tournament, it likely believed uh, that it would be better. Um, it was probably told that they were, you know, try to bring in some some big time teams, and uh, that isn't necessarily the case. Um, there's some decent teams. Wake Forest is decent. Providence is decent. Penn is decent, um, but nothing that really. When you look at it, there's no like, oh crap, Arizona's facing that team, and we really got to watch out for them. There's there's no team like that. And um, uh, Sean Miller mentioned, and, and I know that Arizona's going to have you know three games in four days, but Sean Miller said it best when he said, we only kind of have to focus on the game at hand. That's the key to these tournaments. So this podcast is going to discuss Pepperdine. Hopefully I'm able to do another one with the Pepperdine game is over. No promises because I'm making the mistake, or I, I should say I'm, I'm going to have the pleasure of taking my family to Disneyland in addition to going to the games. So I don't know the state um, of mind that I will be in after being in Disneyland all day, walking from the park to the basketball game and covering it. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll find out. Maybe I'll just record a, uh, a podcast for fun so you guys could hear what it's like to go to Disneyland with uh, with two kids and, and cover basketball and all that. Um, but I'll be in Anaheim for the entire tournament, and uh, and Cody will be covering the Territorial Cup. I'm forcing him to do that. Uh, poor guy. But, you know, that's that's the perks of the, of the business. Uh, with Pepperdine, kind of a, a brief look at how they've done. Go through their schedule a little bit so you can get an understanding of what this Arizona game means. Um, they played Cal in their season opener, lost by 16 at Cal. And then after they uh, they beat Cal, they had a four-point win against Irvine at home. Played CSUN, Northridge beat them by 12. Uh, Abilene Christian, which is in Abilene, Texas, I knew you wanted to know that. They beat them by four at Abilene. Played USC, played them really good, actually, played them really well. Uh, lost by seven at USC. Um, actually, that game was pretty close. Um, mostly because of their star shooting guard, which we'll get to in a bit. But Colby Ross dropped 38 points in that game, uh, which is insane. Um, and then their last game, Saturday at home, they lost to Sacramento State. So Pepperdine is not a great team. We've uh, we've established that. Uh, they're good enough to make the game closer than it should be, like we saw against USC. But they're also the same team that lost to Sacramento State played Abilene Christian close, etc. Um, in terms of Ken Palm, uh, they're actually not that low of a ranked team. Arizona has faced uh, worse teams this season uh, than Pepperdine. Uh, they are 122 in Ken Palm. They have the 69th adjusted offense. 
but like your tipa <laughs> prototypical Romar team, your 69th adjusted offense, your 47th adjusted tempo, and your 212th defense in the country. So kind of a typical Romar team where you wonder how they're going to defend and all that. Um, speaking of Ken Palm, if you're wondering, they have it as a 13-point win for Arizona. They give Pepperdine an 11% chance of winning. You know, So you're saying it, there's a chance, yes. Uh, but uh, in terms of Pepperdine, they don't really match up well uh, with Arizona, there, there's not a lot um, of big guys, and and you know overall, you, you don't look at the team and go, man, they're they're really gonna gonna give some some fits. Um, best player on their team by far, not even close, is uh, is Colby Ross. He is a junior. Um, as a sophomore, he was All WCC first team. He averaged 19 points and 7 assists in 35 minutes, started 34 games, led the WCC and finished 6th nationally in assists, uh, ranked 3rd in the entire country in free throws made, 4th in the WCC in scoring, uh, all-time leader in assists already at Pepperdine as a junior, all-time scorer as a senior. Uh, already after two seasons, he ranked 4th in assists. I mean, he, he, is, he is legit. He is every bit as good as you would think based on what I just read. Like I mentioned, that USC game, they lost by seven. It sure as heck wasn't because of him. He went 13 of 20, 6 of 10 from three, 38 points, six boards. Uh, he did turn the ball over five times. But you look, I mean, when you're when you're handling the ball like he is, um, you're okay with it. So he's averaging 20 points on the year, um, averaging uh, 40% from three, 41 from the field, 90% from the line. Uh I can't say it enough. He is right up there with any of the players, in my opinion at least, that uh, that Arizona has played. Um, I, I think he is a legitimately dangerous player. This isn't the case of like a good player on a bad team. I think Colby Ross could play uh, for a lot of teams and, uh, and be good. Um, he's a guy where it'll be interesting to see how Arizona um, handles him, how Arizona chooses to guard him. Uh, my guess is they throw some different looks at him. It's always going to be man-to-man, obviously. But Josh Green uh, and Dylan Smith will, will get the bulk of the minutes. Um, in terms of athleticism, I think it makes sense um, for Josh Green to get that. But Pepperdine is kind of a small team, uh, so you never know. It, it's going to be a, it's an interesting situation and challenge that they have because if he gets going, I don't want to say Arizona's going to lose because I don't think Arizona's going to lose, knock on wood. But if he gets going, it's one of those type of guys where you never know how the game is going to go. Like, if he drops 38, obviously Pepperdine has a chance of winning. If he scores 12 points, uh, Pepperdine probably lost the game by 30. Um, it is a very talented offensive team. Colby Ross is not a good defensive player. Uh, you can get him in a little bit of foul trouble, but he also knows that he his value is with offense. So he won't guard as much sometimes because he knows that if he leaves the court offensively, his team is going to lose that game. So I'm sure that by the time that the game comes on uh, on Thursday, that Sean Miller will have mentioned Colby Ross's uh, name plenty. The second best player on this team uh, is Cameron Edwards. He is a six six forward. Um, again, it, it it really comes down to you know how you kind of defend him. Um, my guess is that you know this is another one where Josh or Dylan. Um, it's kind of like which one is whoever guards Ross 
Um, the, the guy that's not guarding Ross is going to guard Edwards. 6'6", 230. Um, kind of a, a power forward body in a small forward. Uh, and not a bad player. Um, you know, they could also, if they wanted to, they, they could go with Zeke. There, there's just there's certain scenarios that they could throw at him because he's, he's small. Um, decent rebounder. Uh, was very injured last season. Battled injuries. Played in only 18 games. Started only 14 of them. Uh, but he's a guy where he, he's talented. Uh, he's their second best player right now. 44% for the field. He shoots some threes. Not great at it. Uh, my guess is that they kind of go with Zeke a little bit on him, throw some different looks at him. Good rebounder again, averaging 17 and 6. Strong kid, uh, especially down low because of his weight, 230. Um, foot injury seems to be healthy from it. Uh, scored 24 against St. Mary's last season, 22 against BYU. He, he is a talented player. Um, has had some, some good games, obviously, this season. Uh, against USC, for instance. I, I go back to that USC game because I think that's the closest one uh, in terms of quality to uh, to Arizona. Against USC, had 18 points on 6 of 16 shooting. Um, they they made life very... I watched that game. They made life very difficult for him. Um, and so he's a guy where... Uh, he's not, you know, scary, per se. Um, you know, it, it's... it's it, Pepperdine plays an interesting offense. Like, they, they at times will play Cameron Edwards at center. So, I mean, Chase could get that uh, that job. They could have to go small. So, when I said Josh Green before, it's 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 depending on the lineup. I, I doubt Josh Green and Dylan Smith will guard him. It's more likely to be Zeke and, uh, and Chase Jeter. But sometimes they'll go really small and kind of switch things around. And uh, Pepperdine likes to get up and down the court. Um, so it's most likely to be Zeke and Chase. They should be able to contain Cameron Edwards. He's the type of guy where he's going to make sure that he gets his, um, whether it is efficient or not. Uh, he can have games where he's, you know, 6 for 16, like I just mentioned. He could have games where he only misses uh, a, a shot or two. Um, in terms of guard play, uh, it's kind of a kind of a mixed bag. Um, Skylar Chavez and uh, Jade Smith will start at the guard positions. Neither, to me, uh, is very good. I actually think that's the weakness of Pepperdine. Skylar Chavez, for instance, averages 28 minutes a game, uh, leads the team in three-point shooting in terms of attempts. He shoots 38%, but doesn't do a whole lot else. Uh, Has more turnovers than assists. Most guys on the team do. uh, do. The only one that doesn't is Colby Ross, which is crazy. I think Jay Smith has, uh, looking at it, he has six assists to five turnovers, but Skylar Chavez is a guy where I, I don't think Nico or Josh or Dylan, whoever guards him, is going to be all that worried. I think that uh, he's a guy that you can force into turnovers. You can frustrate quite a bit. As long as Arizona watches him behind the three-point line, they will be fine. Uh, Jade Smith, not a good shooter. Hasn't made a three, only 0 for, 0 for 8 so far. Not a great rebounder. Um, kind of just, I don't want to say he's just there, but he'll play 21 minutes. He is not an offensive threat at all. Um, seven points, four rebounds, 23 minutes in his career. Uh, he's improved. Um, he had a, a, a kind of a hot burst last season where he averaged 15 points over a three-game stretch in January, but those opponents uh, obviously were, were not Arizona. Uh, I would be surprised if he's the guy that uh, that plays well enough to beat Arizona. Um, the other guy you got to watch out for is Kessler Edwards against USC, which I go back to. He was 0 for 7 
but this season he he has been probably the the third best player on uh, on Pepperdine. He's shooting 48% from the field. He's shooting 59% from three, 13 of 22. He is the leading rebounder, 8.2 rebounds per game, uh, leading the team in steals, leading the team in blocks, and averages 14 points. He is a, a difficult matchup at 6'8", 200. I would say that Zeke is probably the, the most likely uh, guy to guard him. Uh, out of you know, out of high school, he was solid. Uh, is freshman WCC All Freshman Team, averaged ten and five last season in twenty nine minutes. He's very good at running the court. Uh, Romar knows how to use him in that regard. Solid defender. Um, will play the passing lane. So, really, when you look at Pepperdine, it's kind of a, a three man team. Um, they'll use a couple guys off the bench that'll get some decent minutes. Uh, Daryl Polk is one of them. He is uh, he's a guard, um, uh, decent player. I, I mean, not not great, uh, but a guy where uh, five nine, <laughs> so he, he's small. Um, he'll play probably like twenty minutes uh, if they have their way. Um, decent shooter. I, again, I don't think anybody really is is scary on this team beyond Ross uh, Edwards. And uh, and Edwards, <laughs> so Ross, Cameron Edwards, and uh, and Kessler Edwards. I, I think that should Arizona be able to kind of handle those three guys, it should be fine. If if Colby Ross goes off, um, I, I think all bets are uh, are are kind of are off. Uh, with Pepperdine in this matchup, I, I will say that they're uh, they're again offensively is their strength. Um, they get to the line decent rate. Uh, the one thing that I think Arizona shouldn't struggle with is probably rebounding. Uh, I think that this is one of those games where Arizona should be able to win on the glass. I know it's been pretty even so far, but Pepperdine really isn't uh, all that good of a rebounding team. You know, when, when we're looking at Arizona and we're talking about the uh, the biggest concerns for Arizona, oftentimes the thing that comes up is is defensive rebounding. Um, and rightfully so. I think that makes sense. Uh, and I just don't see Pepperdine kind of being that team. When you look at their stats, their rebound margin right now is negative four. They're 309th in the country in rebounding. Um, just kind of run down some some numbers here. Scoring offense, they're 77th. Scoring defense, like I mentioned, a flat-out bad defensive team, 326th in the nation. Um, so they're, they're not going to get a lot of blocks. They're not going to get a lot of steals. Their defense, they're 312. They allow teams to shoot 46% from the field. So is, is there a chance that Arizona gets carried away offensively and this turns into an offensive game? Not if Sean Miller has anything to say about it. There is that chance, but I think that Pepperdine is such a, a weak defensive team that Arizona will, if, if it devolves into that, which, again, Arizona doesn't want, um, they would be just fine in, uh, in that regard. Like, I don't think... That uh, that is it's a major concern. Uh, yes, Sean Miller would rather have just a straight up basketball game. You know that you don't want that up and down type of stuff. But if it came to that, would it be the end of the world? I, I don't think so. I, I think that Arizona is better than this team offensively uh, and defensively. Overall, in the tournament, uh, I think that one thing we have to keep an eye on is is Arizona is leaving McHale for the first time. Um, it won't be a hostile environment. The first hostile environment they'll see is against Baylor, which is probably scary for that game. But 
where they're playing in the Anaheim Arena, it is not the the Honda Center um, that you know we've seen Arizona play in tournament games. It is the Anaheim Arena, which is in the Convention Center, and it seats like seven thousand people. It is a very small venue. Uh, I assume that most of them will be Arizona fans. Pepperdine is probably going to have a really nice crowd um, for Pepperdine, I should say. But my guess is Arizona. It'll be similar to a uh, to a home game. But, you know, you always wonder how teams are going to handle road trips. And I think Sean Miller made a, a good point in the press conference, and I was kind of talking to somebody about it as well. And, yes, Arizona is going into the road, but Nico Mannion, Zeke, Josh Green, uh, these guys have played on the road. Like, Max Hazard may be new, but the road environment's not going to mess him up. He's played in hostile environments. He's played in NCAA tournament games. Uh, you know, and then you have the older guys like Chase, Stone Gettings. Uh, it's not, maybe he hasn't seen an environment that they'll see later on the season, but he's played on the road. Like, he knows the experience. And so, while it may be different, I, I think that the freshmen are good enough and mature enough to be able to handle um, the difference in travel and all that and three games in four days and, and things like that. Sean Miller did not seem to be concerned at all. Uh, and, and it kind of it makes sense. I mean, why would he be concerned when he has freshmen that are clearly it is his best freshman class that he's landed. There's no misses. Nico Manian is the best point guard that he's had. Sorry, TJ McConnell. I still love you. Um, but, you know, the it, AU and all that, it, it creates a different animal. So, like, Nico's going on the road, but this guy's already played in sold-out gyms where people are calling him every name in the book. And so it's not going to be a huge issue. The only issue would be, you know, how do they handle the three games in four days? But they, it's the bench, too. I mean, Arizona is deep. And so... I wouldn't be surprised. Like, don't be if they're blowing out a team. Like, if let's say they're up fifteen and Pepperdine late, Miller's going to be rotating that bench. I mean, it, it, there's a Arizona's nine deep, ten deep, whatever it may be, and they're going to be using it. You have to use it in this environment. Christian Coloco, you know, he's a guy where I wouldn't be surprised if he plays more than he has, and, and really. Um, you, you have to be able to kind of handle minutes and take a look at the bigger picture in these tournaments. I know the focus is on Pepperdine, but you still have to realize that you have a game uh, the next day, and then they have off on Saturday, which, which obviously uh, will be good for them. But, you know, if, if I'm predicting things, uh, you know, it, it's hard to predict Arizona losing. I'm more curious. You know, I assume they're going to be Pepperdine. Uh, the Penn or UCF is probably going to be an interesting game. Um, uh, in the upper part of the bracket, Providence Wake Forest, I assume, will be an interesting game. But there's no team where you really look at again and you say, "Man, Arizona's uh, in some major trouble." So, all in all, uh, I hopefully catch up with you after the Pepperdine game if I still have a voice and I'm awake and all that. But uh, thank you for joining us, and uh, it's it's fun. I mean, these tournaments are fun. Uh, you know, three games, four days. What what more do you want? A lot of college basketball. I mentioned the Duke game earlier. ton of tournaments and all that. Um, I wish everybody a very happy Thanksgiving. Uh, I appreciate everything that you guys do for Wildcat Authority. I know my family and I are, are very appreciative. Um, I'm appreciative for you guys. I appreciate my patient wife for allowing me to do podcasts like this. Uh, she gives me a look. And, uh, yeah, I just want to thank everybody. And uh, happy Thanksgiving. And once again, I'm senior editor Jason Shear, and this is the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. <music>